as I sit on country for the first time in a long time, far too long, the thing is me stopping my rituals, me stopping the things that keep me grounded and keep me well have been a driving reason why I got so sick and spiraled so much and lost my way uh, over the last couple of months. And that's okay too, because it happens. It's life, right? We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And sometimes that human experience takes us away from our spiritual being, takes us away from ourselves. And this is my way of finding my way back to myself is by going for my walk, by reflecting on country, by exercising on a Sunday morning, by sitting by the river and weaving And for the first time in probably about a year, doing a cold immersion in the river in winter. And I feel alive. I feel grounded. I feel peaceful. And the thing is that I know to be true is that when we come home to ourselves, when we ground our day and our actions from the sacred rituals that we have for ourselves that allow us to be ourselves and allow us to be guided by our intentions and our energy so that the things that we do during the day are guided from our well-being and are guided by our higher purpose or dreaming that we're here to do that's when we are our most powerful is when we actually give ourselves gift ourselves the time to be ourselves and the more we come home to ourselves the more we find the space and the courage to be ourselves that is the greatest gift that we can give to the world today eight years ago I won the uh, 2015 uh, IBJJF World Jiu-Jitsu Championships super heavy at Blue Belt a sport that I started because of I was getting into trouble at 19 a martial arts that I came back to at 25 uh, 27 because I was suffering with severe postnatal depression and that moved into psychosis and I hurt my daughter and tried to take my own life. I never had the intention for that journey to become a world title journey that would take me around the world. I never had the intention for it to become more than what it did. The intention was literally to save my save my life and to find a better pathway forward. Because the ancestors brought jiu-jitsu into my world, that's, that pebble that was dropped into my consciousness rippled out into the moment where eight years ago I found myself on the jiu-jitsu mats, halfway around the world, away from my family, only one person from my team there, and, and it wasn't someone that I was close with. And I stepped onto those mats, and I remember before I did that, though, I had taken, I'd gone to country and I'd done my first ceremony and I'd traveled all the way from Melbourne back home to country to go to the river and talk to the ancestors for the first time consciously as an intention. And I felt called to take some sand from the water after that ceremony and asking them to walk with me and and protect me. And all I had was a plastic bag. I didn't have anything sacred to put the sand in. I just followed that calling And I took that sand and I took it home. I allowed it to dry out. And then I packed some in a little Tinkerbell uh, tooth fairy bag that my kids had that they'd gotten out of a book to um, hold their, their tooth for the tooth fairy to come at night. 
And I hid it in my suitcase because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get in trouble because of biosecurity rules and being America and all of that. I felt so compelled to take country with me. So when I got to the competition in the venue and I started to feel the fear and the doubt, I went into the bathroom, I shut the door on the cubicle and I put that sand on the ground and I stood on it because that was the only space I had that I was just following. I didn't have a ritual. I didn't have a ceremony. I was just, I was following the calling and the guidance from something bigger than myself. And in that moment of having my feet on country in a bathroom toilet, in a sporting venue in Los Angeles, America, I took a deep breath and I said to myself and I said to my ancestors, I said, just guide me. And regardless of the outcome, allow me to leave everything on the mat so that when I walk off, I have my own self-respect. And I know that regardless of what happens, I gave it everything that I have in this moment. And I did the best that I could. And I allowed myself to be the best that I could be. And on that given day, in those given moments, I was able to weave all of that together to become a world champion. And if you want to see what the moment looks like, go onto my TikTok um, there on the Barkindji Warrior or my Instagram under Chantel Thompson Official. And there's a photo that was captured in the moment where my hand was raised and I realized that I was a world champion. And in that moment, a world of possibilities opened up. It wasn't like I was like, okay, my work is done. I've achieved my goal. It was like, this whole world of possibility and potential awakened something deep inside of me. And now what I know is that the ancestors had guided me there to have that moment, to create a ripple effect that would create momentum from that moment that would go out and shape my life through jiu-jitsu and culture by giving me a story and a vehicle to be able to inspire and empower others to believe in themselves, to want to have the courage to write their own story. It was the birthplace of the Barkindji warrior. It was the birthing place of something so much greater than myself. And I had no idea where this journey was going to take me. I didn't know that it was going to take me to um, Tahiti where I would try out for um, the Australian team and compete for wrestling that it would take me to Japan where I would literally get dumped on my face by a 17-year-old and destroyed for the next six minutes but not tapped out and not quitting on myself, that that year would take me to LA where I would again face the same 17-year-old phenomenal Gabriele Pisana who has not lost a match to my knowledge since then. Um, And then I met her first round in Tokyo, in LA, and then Abu Dhabi. And I looked to the ancestors and I was like, I don't know what I've done to piss you off, but okay. And I met her each round and I met a different version of myself in those rounds. Every time I've stepped on the mat, I've either met the same version of myself because I haven't learned the lessons from the last time, or I've evolved and met a different version of myself that's been able to grow through courage, through showing up. And not trying to be the best in the world, just trying to be the best that I could be in that given moment and use what I had with where I was and who I was to show up, to get up, stand up and show up and be brave to make change. And that's what I now know is that on any given day, if you have a dream or a calling, it is chosen you for a reason because it is you who is the only one who can birth and bring that dream into the world 
in your way, through who you are, through your being and your experiences in this time and in this space. And the ripples that can be created from that one step might plant seeds for future generations to harvest the fruit from. And that's that's what we're here to do, is that if we follow the desires or the intentions or the callings that have the, the, the capacity and the potential to heal generations past and to uplift and set free generations to come, then that is the work that we're here to do. And it can be through our being more. It has to be from our being first and foremost. Because if we're only focused on being of service in the doing without understanding who we are being behind the doing and what is the the greater why, what is the intention for what we are doing, then it doesn't land in the same way. It doesn't have the same potential power or impact. And as I slowly find my way through my darkness and allowing myself to understand that these breakthroughs that I've been having have allowed deep moments of trauma to surface in me because I'm capable of holding space for those traumas that have been held in my body for the last 40 years to surface now because it's time for them to be released. It's time this season is about letting go of and getting done unfinished business that doesn't serve the next season that I'm going into. And this realization has allowed me to take a big deep breath and to slow down and to just be with what is rather than what I want and to meet the moment for what it is. And that's what I want to ask you. What is a dream or a calling that has been calling your name that has whispered your name? Or it might be slapping you up the back of the head by now if you're anything like my ancestors who get sick of me not listening. Um, And they've been trying to call me back to myself. They've been trying to call me to this next level for a long time, for like I would say at least five years. And I haven't had the courage to listen because I was like, I'm not ready for that. That's not meant for me. And they're like, that's not for you to dictate. This is what you're here for. And if we're calling you to it, it's because you are capable. And it's because only you can do this in this way and in this time. And if you don't, then that is going to have repercussions for the world and for the generations to come. So do you have a calling that has been calling you that you haven't, that you've been ignoring or that you don't believe is for you or that you're capable What is the next step that you can take to just move in that direction? doesn't require you to drop your whole life and move in that. If that's what you're capable of doing and you have the capacity and the capabilities and the resources to do that, then do you and go all in. But if you don't, what's just the one next step? And that one next step could be just sitting with that calling. It could be finding quiet time and space to see what comes up. What is calling you? And then going and identifying what's the next step. You don't need a blueprint. That calling can be your compass and the next step, the next moment will guide you as to what your next step can be. If you are courageous and capable of being present to the moment. And I think one of the things I want to share in closing on on this yarn is that by showing up for myself and coming back to my rituals, This is a part of my work that I'm here to do. This allows me to show up for all the roles in my life. This allows me my well-being and my coming home to myself and serving through my being 
is the most powerful thing I can do in this world. Because rather than asking what the world needs, I can go in search of what makes me come alive and not even in search, but sit with what gives me energy, what lights me up. Because the world needs more people who are alive, not numbing out on their social media, not allowing their trauma to be the thing that dictates or defines their life, but rather having the courage to go, that's what happened to me, but that's not who I am. And allowing those things to become a weaving, a strand in your being, a thing that has shaped you, but it does not define you. And when we can, when we can have the courage to come home to ourselves and to be ourselves in the world as we are, that takes courage. And that allows others to have the permission to do the same. So me coming to the river, me going for my walk, me taking time to weave on country, me taking time to even just allow this, this message, this moment to come through me, is my being of service to the world in this time and place. And I feel so grounded. And the next step for me is to go home and get my home in order in terms of cleaning out my garage and my shed that I've been avoiding for a while is to get my office and my home space in order because they are sacred spaces where I sleep, where I dream, where I create, where I, where I do the work that I'm here to do. So if my spaces are treated as sacred, if my body is treated as sacred and I allow my being to guide my doing, that will just have powerful impacts and it will be my doing will be amplified through those intentions and from that space so remember one pebble dropped into the water can create many ripples even if we don't know how far they will go or where it will take us and one seed planted can create many ripple effects so as i sit on country in this time and space i invite you have courage to see what has been calling you and what is something you can do today or in this moment to just create a ripple effect to take one step plant one seed that has the potential to yield things for your future or for generations to come because when we allow ourselves to be ourselves in the world without apology to be brave to be bold to be you without apology it is so powerful and you unconsciously give or consciously give others permission to do the same. You shining your light allows others to have the permission to shine their own. And one thing I know to be true is that that moment eight years ago, when I had the courage to follow the calling of my ancestors, I didn't need to know what to do. I just needed to show up and be present to the moment and what was meant for me would unfold. And that ripple effect of me having my hand raised as a world champion led to three world titles, has led to degrees, has led to me starting businesses. But not to impress people and not to do for other people, but rather to create in response to what I felt called to do in the world, which was to set my family free, to ensure that they would be free from the trauma that I'd experienced, that they'd be free to write their own stories defined by their knowing and being 
that I would go on to create and found Kilalana, a safe space and in its current moment, in its current shape for young women and girls, Aboriginal young women and girls to come together to be safe, to explore culture, to learn culture, to practice women's business, to practice well-being and to find and to define themselves and their own story from who they are. Not what has happened to them, not what the world wants from them, but what is their own inner voice calling for them? What are their ancestors calling for them? And for them to find the courage and the example in our spaces to want to move towards that rather than to move towards what the world or their circumstances are trying to tell them about themselves and their own potential and possibility in this time and place. So I'll leave you with this is that when I surrendered, and I got this from Annie Oprah, she uses God, but I use my ancestors in the universe, is that when I've learned to surrender, and in those moments that I unconsciously surrendered, to this knowing that the ancestors in the universe have a far greater calling and plan for me and dreaming than I could ever have for myself, and all I had to do was show up and just take each step as it came, that was all I needed, and that was enough. And I would be guided and supported with what I needed to bring that into the world. So what is that for you? Big love you, mob.